What's up, everyone? It's All You Can Geek uh, Movie Cast, <laughs> episode 380. Uh, I'm Mike, here with Tony. Yo! And Corey. Hey, I'm back. It's back. Unfortunately, we lost Jim, and that also means we cannot do a video portion of our podcast this week, so uh, you won't be able to see us on YouTube. We may or may not still put something up there, I'm not sure. Um, but, here we are, no Jim, he's feeling under the weather, but, Gotta whatever. We love you, we love you guys, that's why. Exactly. The show must go on. Must. Alright, so. Box office, Mike, what do we got? <laughs> the box office. Um, so something that I don't know if any of us cared about. Uh, Maze Runner is doing really well. Um, this is its second week, I believe. Oh, really? I think. I think I'm so. So out of it, man. Like, I yeah, I don't really know what's going on. So definitely um, catching up with you guys here. Well, it's number one at the box office this week. Um, I'm not sure if it's the first or second week, but uh, it's at 24. Point two million. I think this is um, opening weekend for it. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was supposedly it was doing really well. Well, $24 million for it's probably pretty good, I would think, because, like, these, these, like, young adult novels that turn movies have not been doing well recently. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a oversaturation yeah, of the market, because, like, as, yeah, as soon as you saw, like, the string of, like, Harry Potter into Twilight into Hunger Games, you know... It's just a free fall. They, they were... blend together, and it's like, oh, it's another one. Like there were a couple. <laughs> one of those deals. Exactly, and I think there are a couple other ones that just kind of like fell by the wayside and didn't even get any notice at all. So to have mm-hmm. this is like this is the third one I think in the series. So I guess so. Ah, Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, it's number one at twenty-four million. Um, Jumanji still there at number two with sixteen million. Really? Uh, Actually saw it, so. Oh, you did? Yep. Nice. I liked it. Nice. <laughs> okay. For number three, we got Hostiles at ten million. That's I think that Russell Crowe thing, no, uh, where he's um, like, uh, what, "That's not that." Bale, actually. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. I got mixed up with this. This is a Christian Bale like. What is this? Civil War? No. Just something in 1892. Whatever. With Christian Bale <laughs> doing it's, something. Um, the, uh, the Indians and stuff. Something to do with that. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's number three. The Greatest Showman. Number four. I guess this is... Was this put back in because of the Oscars? Maybe. Pro- yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's original. It's Oscar was season, so... A while ago. So it got, you know, it got almost another $10 million out of that, so I guess good for them, since it was kind of a flop initially in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and then The Post, at number five, with $9 million. And uh, that's something uh, with Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks about newspaper stuff. <laughs> so, that's the top five. Uh, coming soon, there's another Fifty Shades Peter Rabbit. Oh my gosh. 
think it's 50 Shades Freed. That's coming February 9th. Mm-hmm. That's what we were, we're looking for. But, uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, okay box office, I guess, but nothing all that interesting, at least to me. <laughs> I don't know what you guys have to say, but that's it for now. Black Panther. Yep, next month Black Panther is the big one. I don't think anything else that... Yeah, well, Black Panther, that's... We have um, the premiere happened, right? Yeah, um, the yeah, early reactions um, are very positive, as as expected, really. No one's going to... I mean, I don't expect them there to be too much bad people are going to say about this movie, just because it's another Marvel superhero movie, and it's another thing that has a little bit more tied to it than your typical superhero movie. Um, so, so yeah. What would that be? It's the first yeah. black major superhero. <laughs> no, I, I, I know. I just, <laughs> just want to make sure we were talking about it. like, because, you know, uh, maybe somebody lives under a rock and isn't aware, but yeah. I mean, it, unless you want to include Blade, you want to count Blade as one, but he doesn't, he's not synonymous with, like, blackness, maybe, as Black Panther is. I mean, and the, the problem maybe going against it is there are some older people who, when they hear Black Panther, they think of, like, a scary group of like <laughs> people from you know the sixties and seventies who were yeah. who had yeah. some questionable kind of ideas, and but it's funny because I tell these people the the comic character actually predates that group. It's not like the character got his name from them. It's the other way around, or actually they probably didn't get it from the comic. They just came up with it and it happened to be the same. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So yeah, Black Panther. There's a there's a lot of excitement about this, and uh, it should be pretty good. Now I saw a clip on Jimmy Kimmel, and I I saw the full trailer before too. That was fine. I liked the full trailer, but this one clip on Kimmel was uh, it was yesterday for the premiere too. Um, it was not so great. I, I didn't like it at all. Actually, it uh is like takes place like they have like some sort of suspended bridge. The whole and it was just, like, too fake-looking for me. Like, it looked like a video game. Um, it was... He was fighting someone who had, like, a very mirror-image type of suit on, and uh, it just... I just disengaged because it just looked like, you know, there aren't any people on screen. But maybe that's just me. Hopefully most of it's good. Um, I'm still looking forward to see it, but uh, I was surprised they used a clip like that because it didn't, it didn't sell me on it as well as I thought. Most of these clips would this early on. Yeah, they kind of been. I mean, not there are a lot of CG elements in the trailers that I've seen so far, but there's a lot of stuff that's seemed practical. You'd think they they stick to like the more practical stuff. Well, you know, the car stuff. Time to mature. The car stuff is always in there, and you know, like you can use practical stuff with cars. It's still fun to see cars like crash into stuff and yep. bounce and stuff like that. But no, this scene, it was literally a one-on-one fight where they were both in suits, but since there was, like, a little bit of gymnastics going on, like, there was clearly, they just didn't bother with, like, real people, and that kind of turns me off a little bit. Yeah, it's hard, because that stuff can look really bad or or not look as bad. Who was was the director on this again? Um, It's not, like, a well-known guy or anything. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like, you know, I, that's one of the things I would actually agree with, that for the most part, 
the Marvel Cinematic doesn't really have strong um, hand-to-hand fight sequences. Uh, you know, obviously, my personal uh, exception of, like, Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War with the Russo brothers, I think they do a really good job. But, you know, that's also in part because I'm pretty sure they got the, the crew that did um, the raid to help on the... Uh, Fight choreography, which uh, yeah. the uh, the Black Panthers Black Panther director is Ryan Coogler. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know who he is. <laughs> he, did, like, um, he did a few movies with. Um, he did uh, Creed, Creed, and Creed is the only thing you'd know. So he knows a little bit about boxing choreography. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, whatever. It's. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. You know what else I got a little bit, like, everyone keeps comparing it to uh, James Bond, sort of, a little bit. Really? And with the car yeah. stuff, I got a little bit of a Die Another Day vibe <laughs> from that, <laughs> for, like, this, like, VR car thing that there was going on in the trailer. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, this reminds me of Die Another Day a little bit, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, the impressions I'm getting... and. You know, I know we, we always say this, but um, the event yesterday was not like a fan preview, which um, you know other companies do a lot of. Not that Marvel doesn't, but yesterday was like kind of like uh, journalists and you know media at large. So those are the impressions that I was reading on Twitter, and the overall consensus was that this villain is uh, apparently top tier material, not even just of the Marvel universe, but of any comic book movie. So that I'm I'm pretty interested in. Claw, or are they talking about Michael B. Jordan's character? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, maybe? I don't know. I'm trying not to, like, read enough that, you know, I have, like, high expectations. Yeah, because it. I don't know too much about this character that much. I mean, I know, you know, Vibranium, Wakanda, I know he's, like, the king and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be nice if Jim was on here, because Jim, I mean, I, mean I, I agree, too, but, like, and I'm sure most of you guys agree as well, but a villain, you really need a top-tier villain to kind of bring out the best in the hero as well, you know? Like sometimes, yeah, they like, need to be challenged, right, you know? Sometimes you get, like, characters that are just so good on screen that it doesn't matter as much, like Tony Stark and Iron Man. Just because he's so fun to watch, but if you are got a hero that's just not as fun to watch, maybe, or a little boring, like, that villain can really elevate them. And not to say yeah, Captain America was boring, but Winter Soldier was my favorite villain, uh, and I think... Him being there is such a threat to like everything that's going on and and kind of being an equal with Captain America really elevated Captain America too to make him like wow this guy is fantastic as well and like he, he obviously was really good in, in Winter Soldier but I think the dynamic between the villains and the heroes needs to be to be there where one can't outshine the other they kind of just need to prop each other up you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to hear that this villain is top tier because, like, all the really good Marvel movies had some fantastic villains. So, like, Helen yeah. was a great villain. I thought that uh, she did. Oh yeah, I love her. I, I hope she comes back. So. <laughs> uh, if you say so. <laughs> yeah, what do you got against her? She was just like, she's like the wicked witch of the West. She's like a joke. It to works, me. though. I mean, it works for me. <laughs> Right. It, was good. it was good, and like she came in and did what villains do, though. Like she wasn't like um, to me, she was she wasn't as like a comic book character joke as some of the other villains we've seen. Really? 
she literally just came. She's like, I'm going to take over your home and everything. I'm bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I find her express <laughs> particularly impressive, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, again, like, Marvel hasn't had the greatest track record, and neither can't say DC has had the track record. I, I, I think one of them, um, they've miscast all their villains, DC. But Except for, like, before like before their universe, they had some... Before DC. this? Yeah, no, obviously they had Heath Ledger's Joker, and, uh... Even uh, Liam Neeson in Begins was good, too. Um, but, I mean, for me, one of the better Marvel films is still Civil War. That didn't really have a good villain. It had two other people. Yeah. See, I heavily disagree. He, that was a great villain. He was awful. <laughs> he was the worst part of that movie. Every time he was on screen, I'm like, I don't care about this guy. But Get back to the driving force the behind the entire Civil War. He didn't even need to be there. What? There, there, we disagree on that too. So. We don't, we don't have the movie without him. I'm sure that you could have I mean, you arranged things to happen without him sure. anyway. But no, I mean, he was shoehorned in there because they're like, oh, we need to make a bad guy cause this. Either, although it could have happened organically, and that would have been made everything more impactful. Uh, I know. I thought it was pretty cool that he kind of manipulated everything and like you. And again, he, he has no relations. Realize what was going on at all, like. He still kept you, like, second-guessing, and there's a twist there at the end, too, because you think he's going to unleash these um, mercenaries, like these killers, but it kind of turns out to be something completely different. And, like, he masterminds this whole thing, because he knows he can't do anything about it unless he gets other people that are strong enough to do what needs to get done. So, I thought it was... I, I did not like, and I thought that was a waste. Well, who do you think is a good villain? Mike, out of curiosity. I just talked about him. I told you. Ledger? Who? Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay, Rachel Ghoul and Batman Begins. Rachel Ghoul. Rachel Ghoul Batman Begins. How is he how is he good? Because you know he has a relationship with the hero and it develops and grows you don't and then necessarily need a relationship with the hero. I understand where you that come makes up with it interesting. Well, these arbitrary rules are what makes it interesting to me. I'm sorry, it's arbitrary to you. It's what I like. I, was say, I don't want well, okay, so that's, that's your personal preference, like man. Boy, who has nothing to do with these characters, has really no real stakes. Sure, off screen, someone died. Oh well. Like, come on. He was thrown in there. It would have been way better if it was just like Tony Stark discovered it organically and just like, how could you keep this from me? Instead, we need to like make this other guy like be take some of the blame for it. So we can feel a little better about everyone else. Uh, no, it was terrible. And he was boring to watch the whole movie. I wanted to cut away from him every time I saw him and get to the real conflict. Uh, I don't know how I can express more on agreement with you right now, but that's your opinion. Uh, Let's no, move honestly, on. I think him and Russell um, Gould had very similar type of arcs in that they both had these like manipulative schemes that they're trying to accomplish <laughs> behind the scenes. So. Yeah, well, he didn't train Captain America. <laughs> it's not as interesting. But anyway, and uh, well, that's beside the point. I could go up to other villains I liked, like Kingpin, which I know Corey didn't like, and Daredevil, um, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but, we had a whole no. list from Empire. That yes, we do. We do have this list from Empire right here. Um... Nothing too surprising here, except maybe the order of some of them. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're pretty uh, well known. If you can like think of like, oh, that was a good bad guy. It's probably on the list. You know what? I would put Agent Smith, who's at seventeen, a little higher on this list. Um, and you know, check out this list. That's interesting. I think Kylo Ren and Loki are higher on this list than they should be. Are you gonna like, go through the list at all? Like number one? Are we gonna give him the whole list? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't say we had to do the whole list. But I mean, you're just like saying names. Why don't like you know you tease him a little bit? Alright. It's the top twenty. Agent Smith is number seventeen. I'd put him maybe in the top ten myself. Hans Gruber is pretty high and I agree with that. He's a good villain. Yep, number, four. Uh, number four. Loki as number three seems too high to me. He's a fun villain, but I don't But he has a relationship with the main character. You're so you deal in absolute so much, you're completely impossible to talk to sometimes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you literally just said this criteria, and then you're yeah, like, ah, oh, so Loki's a little too high. Yeah, he's too high, he's, but he still makes this list. You know who doesn't make this list? Sebastian Stan's shitty character. Not Sebastian Stan, what's his name? I don't even remember this guy. Whatever the guy is from the Civil War who did stuff. Yeah, well, Sebastian <laughs> Stan didn't make it either, the Winter Soldier, so there you go. No, I, I don't think he was... Particularly, I mean, uh, the villain in that, that he has a relationship with Captain Redford. America. <laughs> I know, but I think Robert Redford is more like the main villain in that movie. Yeah. Well, I think the usual. Darth Vader's number one. Yeah. Heath Ledger is number two. There you go. Those are the big ones. One thousands on here. Uh, late like nineteen. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty interesting. Hannibal. Like, again, it's just the main people, the main main villains you would think would be like the top villains. Uh, we're on here. The only surprise might be... Like you I think Kylo Ren at 7 is yeah. pretty surprising. I don't think he's done enough really yet. But, whatever. You only, you only need one what? movie. What? What? Episode, like, 7 pretty much secured his place, at least on the list. I mean, that is... Spoiler, if you somehow have not seen The Force Awakens. Fast forward, like, a minute. Yeah, but, but he I mean, like Han Solo is pretty much... Guaranteed to earn him a place on a top villain list for most people, I would most imagine. People, yeah, I would say so. But, he didn't uh, come off feeling too interesting. Yeah, I, like I, I just don't think he deserves to be a top twenty list like, villain of all time. Like I don't know. We'll see how things shake up, but uh, he may earn that later. Uh, you, again, again, you don't need like a, a lot of screen time or, like, or multiple movies. Obviously, you know the Batman's Joker, the Dark Knight's I should say Joker was only in one movie, but um, a lot of these characters were only in. Hans Gruber too. I disagree with Voldemort, at least from the Harry Potter movies. I care nothing about that. (laughs) I didn't watch enough of them to know it, so... Palpatine is number 15. He's, you know, he's kind of like the Wicked Witch of the West, too, so that's why he wouldn't be any higher, but he was, you know, sort of the embodiment of evil, I think, when you saw him at first. So that was all right, but, you know, those are the interesting ones. There's some in here who I don't even know who they are. <laughs> um, like Nurse Ratched, I guess, from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Don't know who she is, really. Never watched that. Never watched No Country for Old Men, but that guy's in there, number eight. He's a villain. He's kind of like, like just a, the same idea as, like, the Joker, and he just came in and, like, there's a force to be reckoned with. 
And it's just like heartless and completely cold. So this seems good. And well, so if you're interested in, you know, what it takes for a villain and what you think about it, you know, check this out. This list, I have their explanations for all of them on here. Um, okay, so go back to, I guess, uh, Marvel again. The Ant-Man and Wasp trailer hit. Did you guys watch it? I did yep. see it, yep. I mean, I was uh, definitely a big fan of the Ant-Man movie, and I think they did a great job with kind of separating themselves from, like, the overall stories that they've been doing in the cinematic universe, kind of creating a smaller um, self-contained mm-hmm. film, you know, that that did pretty well for itself, and, and Paul Rudd was a good casting. To me, this trailer, and I don't know if you got this vibe or not, but it seemed very much like the PG Deadpool they're going for. Like, very jokey, but, like, again, that's Paul Rudd. Though, I, so thought, like, I thought this trailer wasn't as jokey as I expected, honestly. I thought it was serious for what they are. Yeah, I thought it was kind of jokey. There was only, like, a couple of jokes in there. Uh, I'm trying to remember. The only joke really was, like, joke asked... was, like, him talking about the, like, suit specs that she so. had, and he didn't. I don't really see any other jokes. I mean, I mean it's kind of a joke. It's like a piece of luggage and then throwing a Oh, well, that's a plot device. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a plot I mean. device. The Hello Kitty thing, thing was amazing. I mean, I mean those I'm, jokes as well. Not I guess like delivered through like language, but there's still jokes and like gags. gags. When I, I see that stuff, it still better. bothers me that about Ant-Man is that they completely like break their own rules all the time that they expressly, like, state in their own movie. Because that shrunken building should still weigh the same as a full-size building, same as his tank. That's how the, the rules are. That's why he's stronger when he's little. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. They break him all the time, and, like, it sort of turns turned me off to, like, the movie in retrospect, and I don't know. Well, kind of wish they would, like, sort of, like, fan work. When it's, like, a living object, like... Well, they have to say that because they said the opposite earlier <laughs> in the movie to establish their universe, and then they just break it but, constantly <laughs> later on in the movie. Um, I don't really remember particularly. I just know he had the, the tank as the keychain, and he was... I know, that, that, for that shouldn't have been like that. Yeah, but then the the tank en- Thomas the Tank Engine grew extremely large at the end, and it like broke through the... Yeah, bridge. that also shouldn't have been like that. Considering what how he says how the pin particles work, how you can re- retain your density, but just just well, not your density. Your density is what changes, but you're still the same mass. That's why he's stronger and like can dent and go through things when he's little. Then like when he gets real big, he should still weigh the same as he did before, and you know so should everything else. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're talking about a comic book movie. I understand that, but it's their expressions. It's part of it's part of the rules they set. Why he has the powers he has, and then like everything else flies in the face of it. It kind of bothers me, but whatever. Yeah, but it's just like look, Flash and the Speed Force. None of that shit makes sense. You're just like, ah, it's Speed Force. I don't know how to explain shit. Like, okay, sure, whatever. It's comic books, so, of course, you're gonna get to I mean, Superman flew reverse around the world. Well that, yeah. well, that was nonsense, too. Right, it's whatever. It's just a matter of, like, if, if they do a good enough job for you to accept it. And I think Ant-Man does that just fine. I don't think, uh, they need to, like, come up with some sort of explanation for me, because I think it's a little too much, considering it's, like, again, how he gets, like, the nature of his abilities. It's, like, 
being misportrayed throughout the movie. Well, any, so that's I mean, just I me. Think it, looks, <laughs> it looks good. I, I do. Um, I am excited to see that this is coming out this year. So. Yeah, it's it's weird because um, I thought that the trailer is very oddly cut, where we don't actually get much of the plot. plot. Yeah. And I, I really feel that they're trying to cover it up or hide it until after Infinity War. Yeah, no, I think so, too. And Sense. it's like, the only thing we know is like, oh, we're on the run now. But we don't know who's chasing them or why um, they even... I mean, <laughs> I suppose you get the impression that they're still outlaws because they teamed up with Cap. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, at the same time, what does it matter when, you know... Thanos just came. Like, this is coming uh, after Infinity War. You know? It'll be all reset with time stones. It doesn't matter what Thanos does. Some people just disappear. Fair enough. We have no idea. <laughs> but we'll see. And again, I'm excited for it. I, I, I'm happy that the Wasp is getting her uh, suit. I guess yeah, I like, uh, I like the actress for that. I think she played that role well. And it seemed like she had some decent chemistry with Paul Rudd, so that's yeah. what it's... And I, yeah, and it's the, cool that uh, she's finally getting to step into the shoes where, like, you were waiting for that with um, War Machine and like Iron Man, and then with Iron Man Two, it's like, yeah, you finally get it, but it's a different actor, and it's not as cool, in my opinion. So, but yeah, well, you know, that Hollywood greed. Yep, but like, I'm glad that she's getting to actually put on the suit and do that stuff now, so it's cool. It's gonna be an interesting dynamic, and they kind of have that whole like the daughter being, oh, hey, you should have a partner, and maybe someone could watch your back. You won't be in yeah. trouble all the time. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see about that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we'll stick with Marvel here. Uh, no new Marvel shows coming to Netflix. We kind of... I don't know if this is new or someone just decided to read between the lines of what this older statement was. <laughs> but it's not a surprise. It was basically the older statement about how they're not going to take the shows off Netflix, but you know they're going to look at all platforms, including the Disney one for things like that. So, you can come to the conclusion that there's nothing, they're not going to expand the, I guess, Defenders universe in any way. Um, but we are going to get new Jessica Jones, we know that, and uh, Daredevil and Punisher, so... It's not like they're going away anytime soon, but you're not going to get... Cage also. So, I mean, all, yeah. all five of their shows are getting new seasons. <laughs> I suppose I left those out <laughs> intentionally, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Turn it around. Season two of Iron Fist might actually be decent. Never know. I just, I, I mean, just I'd be all for. I'd, I'd like to see a better season. Just, I hope they take the criticism to heart because that was shit. I, mean, I really wish that they would just do the Heroes for Hire thing, but. Kind of yeah, I kind of want. I would rather have like a proper Defenders now at this point than like individual seasons of all them, especially since I know like there's nothing else that's going to happen outside of them ever now because of this i mean yeah, so self-contained at this point it would be a shame if we don't get like a defenders 2 at some point at least to end this netflix marvel universe i'm not maybe we will maybe we won't who knows um but we'll see so but it's not going to expand in any way that's what we're getting from this um then there was a shot and this link i don't think it works anymore but I'm assuming if you were interested, you've seen it by now. Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. Um, there was a leaked little photo from on set. And she's wearing some sort of green thing. 
Well, it's like her. Well, it's a suit, but it's but it's like green, greenish blue, yeah, and black, which is very weird, because um, her costume is traditionally red, blue, and yellow, mm-hmm. primarily red and blue with like yellow accent, I believe. So people were confused, and you know, obviously, some people on the internet get upset at not being exact to the source material, but some people were speculating because it has to do with um, is it Cree. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Cree. Uh, that it could be like a Cree prototype suit or something, and then you know by the end of the movie it would get her traditional colors or something like that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the comics were just like got throw some hot rod red in there when you start. Yep, exactly. So uh, I, I do think that it's just her. You know, it's the same thing where it's like the Spider-Man costume before he gets the real suit kind of thing, where mm-hmm. have whatever he can use at the time, and then he'll get the one, and who knows. Uh, she may have at the very end of the last shot type of thing where she's like donning her real colors or something, but it's just a suit. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. not, it's not the Spider-Man suit, you know, it's not the Batman suit. So it's not like something that's very iconic where. No, I mean, she immediately and like, Oh, what the hell? Yeah. It's just, but like, not, yeah. Like, it's different. Color, yeah. And then she'll get whatever color she gets. Cause it still looks the same. Like it looks almost exactly mm-hmm. the same as what she's wearing in the comics, except it's just different color. Yeah. Not to mention uh, just the way Marvel works. There's no way it's not going to be red and blue by the end of that movie. Just because you look at all the promotional stuff that she's been like, like take for instance, Marvel vs. Capcom infinite. Her default costume is yeah, the, red. the red and blue classic. Like if they were going to do, you know, green as the new primary, they would have taken this opportunity to switch it up. Because they really want that cross-media uh, promotion, you know? Right, I really think that they, kind of, not that they purposely leaked these photos or anything, but I definitely think that they allowed this one to get by just so people start keep talking about it. Like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> Oh my god. All the publicity you can get. Intentional leak. Yeah. good, so. And yep. was talking about it. Uh, that's right. Okay, um, and I don't know much about this, but Cloverfield 4 apparently is already done filming, and it's going to be called Overlord. Wait, there's a Cloverfield 3? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I know there's Cloverfield and Cloverfield, or uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Maybe yeah. Oh, uh, maybe they're already making it? Uh, maybe it's made or whatever. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, God, God Particle. God yeah, that's why I was just like, oh yeah, I think I remember. Once known as God Particle, currently untitled Cloverfield 3 will follow something. So that's coming soon, and they already have 4 happening, which is seems like a lot, and pretty confident for something that I'm not sure has all that much of a following or hype. Um, but we'll see. Uh, it's got like a cult following there, and like Colt 10 Cloverfield Lane was a good movie. So. Like, well, Again, we'll have to see. Um, so I think that's it for the news. You guys uh, Detective Pikachu last week? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Must uh, we? No, I'm just asking. I know. That, you know, Ryan Reynolds is going to be in that movie as the voice. The voice of Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I think somebody found um, the uh, part of the set in London or something like that, wherever they're filming it. Yeah. Because, like, it's basically just like you would expect a police sign in a, um, 
major metropolitan city, but, you know, where the badges and all that stuff, it's like human and Pokemon protection or something like that, and it's like a, a silhouette of a human and then a silhouette of a Pikachu, you know, head and stuff like that. You're like, wait, what? Like, okay. We're all for Dude, I, I have no idea what this is going to be like. I just, you know, I'm embracing it. It's just, it is what it is. I have no interest in the game, but for a movie, yeah, I'll watch a two-hour movie. Pretty, pretty funny. Like, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am not. <laughs> it's just, no thanks. <laughs> Alright, so, what have we been up to? What have you watched, Corey? Well, um, I've been away from the podcast for a couple weeks now, I think, so it's kind of blended together a little bit not really <laughs> sure um nothing like absolutely crazy new i did uh, i did mention i saw jumanji i don't know if i mentioned on the podcast i probably did. did it earlier yeah i mentioned well i mentioned that i saw it but i don't think i talked about it on the podcast right oh uh, no no i don't think so yeah so jumanji is exactly what it's advertised to be you know just a fun popcorn flick that you don't need to get into all these, like, hey, this, why is this this, and why is this that, and who's doing what, and all this stupid crap that, you know, like, analyze, overanalyzing the films for whatever reason. It's just fun to watch these characters uh, on screen and, like, going through this adventure, and it does have a very fun adventure feel to it, and then it takes a lot of these video game tropes um, into effect and kind of plays on them a little bit, like NPC characters and having, like, specific dialogue trees that they have to follow <laughs> so it really worked out really well for them obviously um, financially but like it's definitely gonna build a franchise which I don't know if is necessarily a good thing but this film on its own was very good uh, for what it was trying to be and it like, nailed it like every step of the way so I'd highly recommend just if you want to have like a fun time at the, the movies this is the kind of movie you're gonna want to see because the Rock is good in it. He has got. He's always got great comedic timing for like such a like, actiony kind of guy. Like obviously The Rock is a huge action star, but he's got great comedic timing. Uh, Kevin Hart plays off of him really well, and we've seen that combo together before. But they do a good good job here. And Jack Black, for me, kind of like steals the show here. He's just hilarious in this movie. So um, highly recommended. Definitely uh, something that I would, you know, uh, sure rent. But um, if you can't see in the theater, it's definitely worth the ten bucks or twelve bucks, whatever. So. Cool, and you, but you got the sense that they were building this into like a franchise. Oh yeah, especially with how successful, it's something that could certainly be, you know, played on again because it's it's a game. It's a uh, a game that just kind of you can just have random characters going. You don't necessarily need the same group of people. Uh, it'd be cool to see the avatars back, but like you could have completely different people because it's a video game basically now. If you haven't seen the trailer, kind of people notice uh, it's a video game, and then the avatars in this video game are The Rock and Kevin Hart and Jack Black. So you could have them back and be have completely different like personalities if you wanted, essentially. But um, it does play. It does have a lot of Easter eggs for the first film. And um, takes place in the same town, I think. 
So uh, uh. just like obviously much later on in in, in time period wise, but uh, but yeah, I could see it. They could build upon it, not necessarily the way it ends, but just as the fact that it's easily expandable. So, um, but yeah, it's got a satisfying ending and something that not necessarily is like oh cliffhanger, oh no, what's gonna happen kind of thing. It's like, all right, this is good. And then if they do more, they do more. Yeah. Cool. All right. Is that it? Uh, the, the notable stuff. I think that's pretty much it. All right. Tony? Um, what have I been watching? Nothing really. I watched um, Dragon Ball Super. I haven't mentioned that in a while. What's interesting is uh, they're actually uh, going on hiatus in, uh, I think, April or May. Okay. And it's because it's the return of some other cartoon anime for a while in Japan. Uh, so that'll be interesting because usually weekly shows like this don't take breaks because it's kind of risky because you know, you're out of the public mind and, and the perception and all that stuff. But uh, it makes up the sh- quality of the show uh, rise. It's I think it's for the better. And it's just making um, so much money for them. It's I saw some numbers, and it's, it's just so disgusting how much uh, the Dragon Ball franchise is making. Just, not even just the animation. It's all about merchandise. That's that's really what it is. Uh, and Namco's raking in with all the Dragon Ball Z games, uh, which I'll get up to more in the, the game cast, but uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. Light week for me. Nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, I did um, okay. ask you about those movies. I was going to check them out because I started watching it, but then you guys told me not to bother and just watch the movies. So I yep. back yep. to it. I, just, I forgot what the movies were called, so I should uh, gotcha. just get those out of the way. Yep. Yep. And uh, all right, uh, for myself, I haven't really watched anything. Uh, read some comics. I read... Uh, another volume of Old Man Logan, um, which was interesting because, you know, you hear the rumblings about Wolverine coming back, or I guess he is back, I don't know, regular Wolverine. Uh, obviously, I'm about, like, a year behind on the comics the way I read them, <laughs> so I've had, that hasn't reached me yet, but uh, it was interesting because this Old Man Logan involved, involved time travel, and uh, so we had him, like, sort of his greatest hits as Wolverine going all over the place. It was interesting, but uh, didn't, aside from the fact that he was trying to get back to his time in the wastelands, it didn't really, like, feel too old man Logan-ish. It was just like, oh, it's a Wolverine story, just all of that. But it was cool. Also read some Batman stuff. I realized that All-Star Batman is, like, where they do their weird shit. Because <laughs> I, I read, like, a volume of All-Star Batman, and it was all... Uh, I actually didn't finish it, but it's just pulling from the villains all across the world. There's like, and this with crazy art style, very different than what you would normally get, and voiceovers that you're not sure who they're from until later in the uh, story. So it's an interesting, uh, more conceptual uh, Batman story. Um, basically, about villains actually on the back of this uh, the hardcover that I got it and says, this isn't a Batman story, it's a villain story. It's like, okay. It's a recurring theme here. Villains. But <laughs> uh, well, that's it for me. I haven't had time to really watch anything. Um, so, I guess that's about it. Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, no. Alright. So that'll be it for this week's movie casts. 380. Uh, like us on like, Facebook. Yep. 
Follow us on Twitter. See us. What do we do on iTunes? Follow us on Twitter. Rate us on iTunes. Look us up on YouTube. Maybe, maybe not this episode, but it won't be with our faces. Um, <laughs> but we're up there. They're all up there for recently, so and they all need some views. So check them out. <laughs> um, that's it. Do us. Do whatever you want. Send us some email. I don't know. Let us know what you think. Back in a while. Maybe we'll do yeah. that. Let us know what you think. Who are your favorite villains? <laughs> uh, well, that's it. <laughs>